0: Open your heart and get ready to receive all that the Holy Spirit has for you in this week's session of The School of the Holy Spirit. School is in session.
1: All right, well, you know, we've had some uh, amazing things happen um, over the, well, I guess the last 24 hours, right? Yeah. We've had a lot of supernatural deliverances, (laughs) we've had a lot of equippings, right? How many, how many have a new revelation of being equipped in the authority of Christ? Oh. Amen? Amen. Yes. Right? How, how, how many of you have never seen um, people go into deliverance and, and have you know, demons reveal themselves and, and come out of people? Right? It's, it's a big deal. Most of, most of the church um, doesn't let the real power of God be released because they don't really hold the power of God. They don't really hold the authority of Christ. Okay? Or they don't value it. They don't recognize the mission of Christ, which was to heal the brokenhearted, set the captive free, release those who are bound in prison, right? And to literally awaken the real church. Yes. Amen? Amen. Say this written and say, In the name of Jesus, I am the church. I am the church. I carry... I carry and the Holy Spirit The Holy Spirit, clothe in power. I am clothed in power anointed for purpose. anointed for purpose. And I'm not a victim. And I am not a victim. Come on, I am not a victim. I am not a victim. Depression has no place in me. Depression has no place in me. Depression has no place in me. Sickness has no place in me. Sickness has no place in me. Torment has no place in me. Torment has no place in me. Brokenness has no place in me. Brokenness has no place in me. Powerlessness has no place in me. Powerlessness has no place in me. Because I am the
0: church. <coughs> I am the church. Come on, I am the church.
1: I am the church. Come on, he doesn't talk tell you to go to church. He says you are the church. Right? Yes. Do you, do you realize you're the church? Yes. Some of you have been looking for a building all your life, thinking the building is the church, but you're the church. Amen. Have some confused looks at me on that one. <laughs>
2: Not at all. Come on. Do
1: you realize you're the church? Yes. yes. You know? Now. Alright, let, let me tell you some background on it. Okay? David was the, was the one that the father loved, right? The, the father said, David is a man after my heart.
2: Mm-hmm. Right?
1: Yep. David chased the Lord so profoundly that he knocked on heaven's door and lived in the presence of the Lord in a time when it wasn't authorized under the law. Okay? So out of the love David had for the father... He pursued the presence of the Lord. Okay? And out of the presence of the Lord, the supernatural shifted in David's life. Okay? In 2 Samuel chapter 7, David looked around. He says, I have all this wealth as a king. I have all this stuff. I have a place to rest my head. But the Lord does not have a place. He says, I'm going to build the Lord a house. Right? And. Everybody was like, yeah, yeah, you should do that. that we, we need to build the Lord a place. We need to have the ark resting in that place. Right? And the the, um, the prophet Nathan was woken up that night and the Lord told, told him, you go to David and tell David this, that he'll not build me a house because David, you are my house. Okay? It's a major revelation, guys. How the Lord wasn't going to rest in the building. The Lord was going to rest on men. Okay. And what did Jesus Christ come as? Jesus Christ came as the Son of David. Yes. The Lord actually made a covenant with David. It's called the Salt Covenant. Okay. He said you'll be an enemy to, to your enemies. Right. He said that that uh, um, that your your children will sit on thrones. And that you're going to win is basically the covenant. You're going to win, okay? That's the Lord's covenant to David. David was loved by the Lord so much that literally the Lord said, I'm making you a house and my covenant was with you. You will not lose, right? You will have dominion. You will. I will be an enemy to your enemies and an adversary to your adversaries, right? Your children will sit on thrones, right? Meaning, your offspring, your spiritual um, people that are equipped by you, the ones who literally were in Mount Zion with David as the Psalms and the worship came forward and all the prophecy, right? It was imparted not only um, upon David, but the presence of God was imparted to the people, right? And it's and the Lord says in, in Amos nine, um, in Amos nine eleven. It says, I will restore the tabernacle of David that has fallen down. That's the prophecy. That when Christ comes, Christ, who carries the Holy Spirit, the presence of the Lord, He comes as a son of David, right? And what does Christ do? Christ takes your inability, because of sin, to carry Him. He takes it to the cross, right? And the Holy Spirit raises Christ up, and Christ values the Holy Spirit so much. That he tells the disciples, Don't leave this city. Right? Yes. Before he ascends into heaven, he tells them, I'm gonna I'm gonna send the Holy Spirit upon you, and what I carried, I was the house. And that's why the supernatural happened all around me. Right? I am the ho- I was the house. And you're gonna be the house. So not only was Christ prophesied of the restoration of the call that was upon David's life to carry the presence of the Lord. But Jesus said, not only one man, but everybody who believes will be the house. You are the church. Amen. Amen?
2: Yes. And if
1: you really had the revelation, you realize, my God, I'm walking with the baddest man on the planet. (laughs) Right? I can't lose. Amen. No, if you really got the revelation that you can't lose. That any demon power, anything that comes against you, sickness, disease, brokenness, depression, it can't can't stick to you. If you believe. Jesus said, if you believe. Right? He was always talking, "If if you believe. If you believe. If you really believe what I've given you. What I've imparted to you. Right? Getting the picture? The reality of what Christ accomplished on the cross... As the son of David, to multiply that same covenant on you. That he'll be an enemy to your enemies. He'll be an adversary to your adversaries. That you will have uh, prosperity with spiritual uh, children around you that will sit on thrones. That they will walk in authority the way you walk in authority. Yes. Amen? Amen. Mm-hmm. Uh, say this with me. Say. Say, Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, give me a revelation, me a revelation of, Jesus of Jesus Christ as the Son of David,
0: son of and David. That, I've that I've
1: been given the keys to cast out demons, to, out to kill demons. the sick, kill the sick raise the dead, the dead. To do, the do the supernatural, dream your dream, dream your dreams. And, hear your voice. and hear your voice. There's nothing, There's nothing you withheld from me. Come on, I am the Son of God. I am I am the the son of God. I am the Son of the Lord. Amen. Am the of the Lord. Amen. Amen. Amen? Amen? Getting a revelation of why He gives you His coat? Jesus. Two by two, the church. Two by two going into the world to take the gospel to the nations. Well, Amen? Amen? Two by two. You got your partner yet?
2: Yes.
1: Come on, you got your partner picked yeah. out yet? Yeah. Of, of, who, and, of how you're going to pray... Where you're going to go, relying on the Lord to send you in the authority of Christ? Yeah. Amen? Mm. Amen? Amen. All right, well, that was a little bit of a rabbit trail. <laughs> I'll get back on what I was going to talk about tonight. Yeah, Can't deep. help but get fired up about the power yeah. of the Holy Spirit, right? Yes. Yeah. What's up, Steve? So, here's the deal. You know, we have, uh, there was a lot of deliverance, a lot of stuff happened here that, you know, people probably have a lot of questions on. Um, Right? Did anybody have questions on what they saw last last few days? A lot of, lot of supernatural stuff, deliverance, healing. Um, but you know what? That's normal church. Okay. Yes. Yes. And you can't you can't walk on this earth and claim to be a Christian by sticking your head in the sand, saying that if I don't bother demons, they're not going to bother me. Amen. Can I tell you this? As soon as you were born, you have a demonic target on your back. And if you think that you escaped it, then you're fooled. Okay, you're fooled, because the most deceived Christian is the one who thinks if they don't bother, if I don't bother them, they're not going to bother me. I have to do is go sit in my pew, do my thing, right? But that's that's not really really true. Um, Ephesians six says it this way: uh, Be strong in the Lord and the power of His might. Put on the whole armor of God that we may be able to stand against the devil. <laughs> but we do not war against flesh and blood, but against principalities, powers, and rulers of darkness, and spiritual hosts of wickedness in high places. So are you in a war? Yes. Yes. Scripture says you're in a war.
2: Yep.
1: Right? You're in a war. And here, here's the reality. A lot of people have accepted Americanized uh, what I'll call humanism approach to the issues of your mental state and the issues of your body. Okay. You get something wrong with you, you get a sickness, you get an illness come on you, what's the first thing you do? You pop some pills, you call your doctor. What if you realize that demonic powers actually induce a lot of sickness? Demonic powers, actually, the woman that was bent over for 18 years that Jesus healed, it says she had a spirit of infirmity. Yes. Right? Yeah. So think about this: a demonic power twisted her body in a way that she couldn't even stand up straight. That's a little weird for a chiropractor to recognize, right, Steve?
2: Yeah. Am I right? Steve?
1: Yeah. Wait, you're crooked. How would you get so crooked? My pastor always told this story that uh, he was in he was in Africa one time, and there was a there was a fallen pastor. Okay, there was a pastor who walked in the power of the Spirit, and he got tricked into dabbling in some witchcraft and the witchcraft that he dabbled with was so, so powerful that it literally twisted his feet and, it, and, and the, the, the warlocks actually twisted his feet spiritually to where his, his toes were pointing backwards. Oh, wow. wow. Pretty freaky. Well, that doesn't happen in America. I never saw that. Well, I don't know. Ask the doctors. I mean, they see all kind of weird stuff, yeah. right? Yeah. All kind of things like how the heck did that happen?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: How did your spine get twisted that way and that way? How did how how did your organs stop working suddenly? Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Let's call the doctor. Let's call the doctor. Right? Luke eleven thirteen. Right? The woman with uh, that was bent over eighteen years. We talked about that spirit of infirmity. What about um, uh, the mute spirit in, in Luke eleven fourteen? It says that uh, um, the, there was a man uh, that could not speak, not because he had a speech impediment or a physical problem, but because he had a mute spirit. Okay? I probably cast out over a hundred mute spirits. It, mute, deaf mutes in India are, are rampant. Okay? And the reason for it is this. Um, a lot of what happens in a Hindu temple... Is some pretty freaky spiritual stuff. Okay, they take, they take young kids into, into, the, into the temple. They literally go in able to see, hear, and speak. And a lot of them come out of those temples unable to see, unable to speak, or unable to heal because of the demonic powers that are imparted to them by the priest. Okay? And I can tell you stories to the cows come home about getting words of knowledge. Um, and ca- calling people out of out of uh, crowds uh, over in India, but we would we would call out the is there did anybody bring a deaf mute? And they would come forward, and we would pray, and we would see supernatural things. Okay, and, uh, they couldn't speak because of the spirit. They couldn't hear because of the spirit. Okay. I'm trying to paint a picture for you guys, right? We talked last night about uh, Mark 9:17, epilepsy. The boy that threw himself in the fire, mm-hmm. right? He, he was so tormented that he would try to drown himself. He would foam at the mouth. In, in uh, American medicine, we call that a seizure. Oh, he's having a seizure. Put a thing in his mouth, whatever. He'll get over it in a minute. What if somebody saw a seizure going on and you went up and said, Come out
2: Amen. in the name of Jesus. Amen. Huh?
1: Yeah. Because you know why? Because the the scripture actually says that the boy had a deaf mute spirit. He called a, it's called a lunatic spirit. Okay. It connected. It causes epilepsy. Right. Amen. In Luke eight, um, Mary Magdalene, it says in the scripture that she was so broken and embedded in the prostitution. When Jesus found her, it says that he cast uh, seven demons out of her, right? She's she's a prostitute, doing things to her body, doing things to her mental state, um, literally being a slave, right? Because of demonic powers, hated herself because of demonic powers. Anybody go through seasons where you, you don't like yourself? Right? You question yourself. You question, um, why, you know, why do I feel like this? Why am I depressed? Why is oppression, why is it draped on me? Right? It's real stuff. And if those demons can convince you that, oh, you're just depressed. Your mama was depressed, so you're going to be depressed. Oppression is going to rest on you. Okay? What if the first thought you had was to say, could that be a demon's... <laughs> Come on. What's been What's been bugging you lately? Depression. What's been whispering in your ear lately? Depression. Yeah. Depression. Mm-hmm. We, we got a, We got a depression. Mm-hmm. I bet. I bet if we did it, did a, a probably thirty percent of you have some form of oppression or depression you're you're struggling with right now. All right. So here's the deal. I kind of want to mix some things in 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 here in our discussion tonight that. Um, <coughs> You know, we, there was a lot of deliverance the last two days, a lot of demons cast out of people, um, and so there's some, some key questions that people have been asking me, and I thought I'd address it here as a group. Um, Luke, Luke 11, 22, um, Jesus is talking about uh, when the finger of God comes upon a man, um, demons literally are cast out, right? Right? So the finger of God is is a symbol for the hand of God reaching out of heaven. It's it's the Holy Spirit. So the hand of God is the Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. Which, by the way, you were clothed in this weekend in an authority. You're actually walking with the hand of God on you. Right? Right? The finger of God literally is like, Oh my God, I'm buzzing in the Holy Spirit. Anyway. Um, (laughs) And so when Jesus says that when... um, a demon is cast out of a man it goes into dry places right and it it looks for it looks for a home it looks for energy okay and because it can't find any it comes back to see if the host wants to really keep it out okay and so I'm not te- I'm not teaching this for you to worry about the demon coming back, those of you who received deliverance. I'm not, ta- I'm not scaring you about demons coming back. It's the way of the, of the world. It's the way of the spirit world. Jesus said that when a demon's cast out, okay, so, so for example, um, you deal with, with depression, um, which is a function of some form of witchcraft you used to do and some relationship that, that you had with the occult. And we cast a demon, we cast a demon out of you. Okay? That demon goes out, okay? It tries to find another host. It doesn't find a host, it's gonna come back and whisper in your ear to try to convince you that you're yeah, you had an amazing night, but you're actually still depressed. And as soon as you accept the lie that said you're depressed, guess what? That thing steps right back yeah. in. Okay, And so you have to learn that the, the, the call of a Christian walk is, is, is actually, it, it can be the most powerful thing, but it's actually a continual battle, Amen. okay, because you have to learn how to mature in the spirit world um, because you're in a war, okay, the war is real, all right, so let me tell you a story. Some of you may, I, I may have told this story here before, but I'm going to tell it again. Um, 2011, um, I was I was in, you know, middle of the night, 2 a.m. How many of you get visited in the middle of the night yes. around 2 a.m.? Mm. Yep. There's a pattern there, okay? Yes. And so I am um, laying in bed, and I'm, I'm in the middle of this dream, and it's a, it's a dream where Fear is trying to latch onto me, okay. Mm-hmm. And so as as I am interacting in the dream, like I'm becoming conscious of what I'm dreaming, um, I can feel my body re- literally shaking. Okay, my body is shaking, and it's like the Holy Spirit is waking me up out of out of this dream. And as my eyes open, I. I see this demonic entity beside my bed, okay? And this this demonic entity has its hand over my my belly, and I see this, what looks like lightning, between its hand and my belly, okay? Out of my mouth comes words that I've never spoken before, okay? Okay? I can't claim any any um, right that I actually know where these words come from, other than the Holy Spirit. Out of my mouth, as I'm looking at this entity, I say these words, and this this is actually Psalm ninety-one. <coughs> a thousand may fall at my side, ten thousand at my right hand, but it shall not come near me. And all of a sudden, this this entity, this demonic power, it kind of looked like Skeletor. Um, he turns turns and look and looks at me, and it knew that I could see it. That it wasn't hidden anymore. That it that it couldn't show up and just siphon energy off of me. That I could actually see and recognize my enemy. And when it saw, when it recognized, I could see it. It's it's what the trembling that was on me. It kind of backfired, and he started to shake. Amen. And, and when he started to shake, the the lightning stopped. And I was like, "What?" I got up about bed. I'm praying, man. What? What just happened to me, Lord? What just happened to me? Okay. And the reality is this: this is this is the Luke 11 scripture, right? When a demon is cast out of a man, he goes into dry places, finds no rest. You know? Do you know why they find no rest? You know what? When a fallen angel or a demon doesn't, you know, they've been separated from God. So they have no energy source. They're actually isolated in darkness. Yeah. They actually tremble in darkness until they find a human host that they can siphon energy out of. right? You know why you're depressed because they're siphoning your energy. you know why you feel uh, like you you talk to people that have um, uh, what, what's that what's that uh, sickness where they where they get really uh, tired all the time. Uh, <laughs> Narcolepsy. Mano? They sleep. Yeah, chronic fatigue syndrome. Yeah, yeah. so that... that um, I, I believe this, actually, from this experience, that sickness, disease that's chronic and continuous is, is a result of a demonic power. Okay? And re- the reason why it's so important to understand this is because as these demonic powers go out trying to find somebody else to let them... Have a relationship with. They come back to you and whisper in your ear to see if they can get back in to see if you really believe you've been delivered from what you were delivered from. Okay. Because if you don't believe what you what you were really delivered from, they they will convince you that you're theirs and they're yours. That you're one. That, that you're just going to be depressed all your life. That you're just going to be sick all your life. That you're just going to be broken all your life. Okay. Let me piece another scripture with you to give to give you the revelation. Second Second Corinthians chapter ten, verse three through six. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but they are mighty in God for the pulling down of strongholds. High things and everything that exalts itself against the knowledge of God. So if you're in Christ and you are clothed in the power of the Holy Spirit, the blood of Jesus has washed over you and He made you new. The Scripture says you've been made a new creature. You've been made supernatural, the likes of which never existed before. Born again literally means absolutely, literally, you never existed. And now you are clean, you are whole, you are empowered, you are made to be something by Christ Himself that you weren't without Him. Okay? And the reason why that revelation is so important is because if He made you new, where does depression fit in? If He made you new, where does sickness fit in? If he made you new, where does brokenness and generational curses that haunt your bloodlines, that make you afraid, no fear and anxiety, mm. make you make you have a propensity to look at the occult or to look at screwed up stuff and all these foreign um, foreign religions? Where is it? Why? If you're new, what is whispering in your ear that's convincing you that you're not whole, that you're not made new? Is it you or is it a demon? Demon. A demon trying to make covenant with somebody who accepts depression, accepts brokenness, accepts the junk, the lies of the world. Right? Yeah. So your most powerful weapon... I'm I'm teaching you spiritual warfare, because number one, you have to know that you're made whole in Christ. And if you right now are oppressed, if you right now have anxiety, if you right now have a fear that can't be shaken, it's because Christ, it's not that Christ failed. Christ made you new. And somehow you're teetering between two worlds, and the most important element of it is your mind, your heart, your heart and mind, literally believing that Christ made you new. Because if He made you new, that's a demonic power that's causing the oppression. It's the demonic power that's causing brokenness. It's a demonic power that's causing sickness, inability to speak, a deaf mute. Right? I have I have um, seizures. Right. Come on, man! You get, there's revelation entering the room because yeah. because here's the deal: it's one thing to carry the coat of Christ, to carry the authority of Christ. It's a whole other thing to be woken up in the middle of the night at 2 a.m. by an entity, and you're shaking in fear. And are you going to start beating yourself up, or are you going to unleash yes. on your enemy? Amen. Amen. Oh, the Jesus, yes. You see, there's people in here that have have beat themselves up for decades. Yeah. Because they never had the revelation of what Christ accomplished for them. And it actually wasn't them that was broken. It was the Spirit making them broken. Yeah, that's it. Jesus don't make junk. Amen. 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 You gotta believe that Jesus makes all all things new. He makes all things new. Amen. He makes all things new. new. Say with me. Jesus you, made me new. Come on, Jesus made me new. Come on, Jesus made me new. 2 Corinthians 5.17 says this, that you were made a new creature in Christ. Amen. That word new creature is actually, it's the word prototype. It actually means nobody else is like you. It never existed before. There's only one of you. It's a supernatural one. It's one that Christ created. Right? You realize that when you believe in Christ, that he took all of your brokenness, all of your shame, all of your inability, all of your sickness, all of your disease. He took it on the cross. Yes. And it was defeated on the cross. Yes. Amen. Yes. Yes. And in the resurrection of Christ, he sends you his clothing. Yes. Did you get clothed this morning? Yes. Did you feel Jesus walking in yes. yes. the room this morning? Yes. yes. My God, two by two walking out. Looking for sick people. Looking for depressed people. Looking for people in bondage by demonic powers. Hunting them. My God, what if you really became a hunter? (laughs) What if you really really started to pray? You get yourself cleaned up and you get this revelation that that's a demon. That's a demon. That's a demon. That's a demon. demon! Oh my goodness, that's a demon. Go Go in Jesus' name. Go in Jesus' name. Go in Jesus' name. You feel the presence of the, of the room switch? Yes. Oh my God! Go in the name of Jesus! Yeah. Come on, I command all unclean yeah. spirits, go! Yes. I, yes. yes. I yes. command fear, go! Yes. Wait a minute, you mean I can feel this presence all of my life? Yes. Every existing moment of my life? Yes. You mean all I have to do is believe Jesus made me new? Wow. And anything that would oppose the knowledge of what Christ accomplished, I get to actually say, I refuse you. Amen. Go in Jesus' name. I refuse Amen. you. Go in Jesus' yep. name. Yes. I feel, I feel right. my guts. I feel, I feel yes. my, my guts burning.
2: Yes. Yes. My,
1: my God, you're the church. Yes. Yes. You're carrying His coat, His yes. supernatural equipping. His armor. His armor. That's, that's the revelation of His armor. You can't be beat if your mind believes. If you, if you have set your heart on him and you believe with all your heart, all your mind, all your soul. That's what Jesus said. I only have. Jesus said two commandments in the New Testament. Love your neighbor, right? And love your God with all your heart, all your mind, all your soul. You know how yes. you love your God? You hear him. You actually believe what he did for you. Amen. Yes. That's right. Come on, say it with me. I am not sick. I am not sick. I am not defeated. I am not defeated. I am not depressed. I am not depressed. I am not oppressed. I am not oppressed. I am not sick. I am not sick. Come on, I am not sick. I am not sick. You know how much hope? You know how much hope comes into people's hearts? When they realize that they've been fighting for a decade against something that was actually deceiving them? Wait a minute. Maybe this just didn't sink in enough for you guys. Christ made you absolutely all new.
0: He actually made you new.
1: He defeated everything at the cross. And He made you new. And this fear that literally drapes on me I now get to refuse it. Oh my god, fear, go! Fear, go! Yes. Go in yes. Jesus' I break fear! Yes. Yes. I break fear! Yes. Oh my God, I break yes. fear! Yes. Oh number one mantra for the next year. Go in the name of Jesus. Yes. Yeah. Go in the name of Jesus. You should roll out of bed in the name Praise of Jesus. I refuse, I refuse you. Yeah. I refuse yeah. to be sick. I refuse I to be you. depressed. I refuse, I refuse to be without, uh, with, yeah. lack. I refuse amen. it. Come on. Go. Jesus. Go! 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 Go. 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 amen. Yeah. Come on, send me to the sick ones. Send me to the defeated ones. Send me to those bound in the occult. Send me to those bound in foreign religions. Send me to those, Lord, that, that can't fight for themselves. Yes. How about that one? Send me to the people that can't fight for themselves. And not only will I fight for me, I'll fight for them. Because I learned the revelation of the authority of Christ. I command every demonic power, leave me now. Leave me now. Leave my friend now. Leave my friend now. Yes. Amen. Yeah.
2: Amen? Oh, Ramama Suntei pray,
1: Amama Suntei pray, Shemday, mama Suntei. Shemday, Ramama Suntei Prana. Shemday, you see, a lot of people think that, man, you, you get cleaned up and everything just gets nice and easy, and there's no more fights, there's no more battles. <laughs> Can I say it's actually the exact opposite? Yeah. <laughs> Once you learn how to fight baby devils, then you start to fight toddler devils, then you start to fight adolescent devils. You get the picture? Yes. The bigger your circumference of influence, the bigger your fight. Yes. And you'll never take territory until you win your personal battle. That's right. Yes. That's right. Woo. Right now, the Lord has given giving, he's, he's giving you a revelation. Wants, yeah. I want you to pull out a pen and write down your top three things that you're going to war against, that you're going to refuse and break free from over the next 30 days. Yes. Come on, write it down. The Lord is dropping revelation on you. Some of you have been fighting fear. Some of you have been fighting the inability to think. Some of you have been f- fighting um, being tormented by certain demons visited by sex demons visited by all kind of junk. I want you to write down your war plan. Who are you going to stop tolerating over the next 30 days? Who are you going to fight every day for the next 30 days? Yeah. Depression. All of it. Right? You see the revelation you you guys that received your coat today with the revelation that Jesus is going to start sending you it's because you're going to win your personal battle. Okay? You're literally going to win your personal battle. You believe that? Yes. Yes, Yes. You know you're going to win your personal battle? Yes. Jesus said if you can believe Believe. All yes. things are possible if you believe. And so what did Christ accomplish for you? All things? All, he made you new, right? If you believe He made you new, then you have no tolerance for anything but full be, the fullness of being new. Okay. Yeah. Jesus said this about the church of Thyatira in the book of Revelation chapter 3. He says, I have this against you that you tolerate that false prophet is Jezebel. you know what demons are that whisper in your ears the lies? They're false prophets. They've actually convinced you that you're afraid, that you can't, that you have no ability, that God doesn't love you, that, that, that He hasn't adopted you, that He hasn't equipped you, that He doesn't have a plan for you. Right? And the quicker you start recognizing that you, you should have no tolerance... For the lies that not only came on you but came on that came through your forefathers, right? Your depressed mama, and now I'm depressed. Your addicted dad to alcohol and now you're addicted. Right? That's just that's not just luck. That's just not <clears throat> blind luck. Okay? That's a demonic plan. And so once you win your own battles, you get to go fight for people to win their battles because they need help in their battles. Yes. That's what a, that's what the call of Christ is. Heal the brokenhearted, yes. bring sight to the blind, set the captive free, release those who are bound in spiritual prisons. Right? So, you know, the Lord... I'll, I'll tell you a couple stories. Um, after I um, had a bunch of victory... And the Lord started sending me places. When I was uh, the, when the Lord sent me to India, on my second mission to India, about two weeks before I went, the Lord uh, started to speak to me one day. Shows me this vision, and shows me this demonic entity that had the people in this village, um, in um, under this shroud, under this um, control. Um, and He gave me the name of the entity. He said the name of this entity. Its name is uh, Sarishi. And he says, this is what this thing does, and this is how this thing controls the people. He gave me a strategy of what to pray. He gave me a strategy of what to do when I got there, what I was supposed to do. And guess what? Everything the Lord showed me in a foreign land for a couple thousand people from a stage, I got to see people who were bound um, in a form of, uh, I'll call it black magic Hinduism, literally come to the stage and get baptized in the Holy Spirit. Because the prayer that led up for two weeks before I got there was in the name of Jesus, I take authority over the spell that Sharishi has put on these people. I take authority over every blindness that this thing put on their heart. I take authority over it in the name of Jesus. And I decree that every person that shows up in this village when I talk will be baptized in the Holy Spirit in power. Okay, out of the vision the Lord gave me, we laid the groundwork in prayer, co-laboring with Christ. Right? He gives you a vision to co-labor before you go, and it's the battle is already won. Amen. Right? a yes. son an army. That's right. Amen. That's right. Amen. So here's here's the deal. Um, there's also backlash. I'll tell you a story involving some backlash. Because just because you win doesn't mean you're not going to have some warfare to deal with. How many have been dealing with some warfare? Yeah, anybody who's awakened spiritually should, should have their hand up, right? Right? Because that thing comes back and tries to convince you otherwise. Amen? So, about three weeks ago, Shelly and I were um, leading a small group in Tampa. And there's some worship pastors there. And they started talking about the struggle they have at night in their house. And um, I was sitting in the back just listening. I was asking, you know, praying, asking for the Lord to give me some, some insight. And he shows me this vision of a witch putting a pentagram on their door. And um, because they marked the door, they took authority over the house. And there was all kinds of spirits roaming around in the house. And so I, I, I lay my hands on the people, the, the worship pastors and stuff. And um, I start to break the curse that the witch put on their house. okay? And I start to minister. And, and a, a, bu- a bunch of stuff happens that night that led, led to some deliverance. A couple of days later, I'm in my house minding my own business. Okay, I'm actually brushing my teeth in the bathroom and all of a sudden, this sickness, I can't explain it, but this sickness literally tried to drape itself on me. And I started getting lightheaded. I started like feeling like I was going to pass out. Uh, I put my toothbrush down. I walk out and I said, Shell, and I described what I was feeling. I said, you need to come pray. She comes over. She lays her hand on me. And together, like, I'm getting ready to pass out. And she, she lays her hand on me, and she starts saying, we take authority in the name of Jesus over witchcraft. We break this thing in Jesus' name. And all of a sudden, I get up. I'm running into the bathroom, and I'm, I'm in the middle of, of this thing being lifted off of me. Okay? All of a sudden, the sickness leaves me. The confusion in my head, everything that was coming on me, right? I want to put a 1,000 to flight. To put 10,000 ten yes, to flight. Yes, right? Yes, yes, Thank God she, I, it, it happened in a place where Shelly and I were together, right? My soulmate. <laughs> she saved my life, man. But here's the deal. I described... The, the Scripture actually describes it. demons cause sickness, seizures, all kind of stuff. And I personally, in a counterattack by a demonic entity... Because of ministering to these worship pastors that were dealing with Uh, literally demonic visitations every night. You know why those demons were mad? Because they got kicked out of their home. Right? And they came to retaliate against me. Right? And it's warfare. And people will say... "Well." Doesn't that intimidate you? Don't you stop? Heck no, that doesn't make me stop. That makes me angry. I say in the name of Jesus, give me another one, Lord. I'm I'm expelling like a thousand more for that thing to come and try to torment me. I'd claim vengeance on the enemies of God. Give me a thousand more of those people that need deliverance. You see, you have to have a mentality that you are in the victory of Christ. And you were born to be in a war. If you have a mentality that you're, so, you're just going to coast through life and you're just going to sit and soak in the, in the prophetic room and you're just going to sit there for a while, there's seasons of soaking. There's seasons of, of, of just sitting in peace. But my experience in actually being in the battlefield of being a deliverance minister, of bringing deliverance to set people free, right, I expect to fight Bring it. In fact, I'd be surprised if I don't have one after this weekend. Come on, come <laughs> on, baby, come on! I'm waiting for you. Yes. Two a.m., two a.m. I'm I'm asleep. I'm all alone. There's nobody watching me, but I got this Holy Ghost inside of me. Amen. He tells He tells me when there's a thing trying to suck yes. energy out of me. He wakes me up out of my sleep with a word that breaks the, the energy yeah. yes. from this thing that had a grip on me. Oh, yeah. My God, I can't lose. Did you get the revelation? Yes. I can't yes. lose. Yes. I have the Holy Spirit in yes. me. I cannot yes. lose. Come on, Lord, send me to the darkest places. Send me to the most tormented. Send me to the, to the sick that have no hope. I, I can't lose. Say it with me. I can't lose. I can't lose. Come on. I'm baptized in the Holy Spirit. I'm baptized in the Holy Spirit. I can't lose. I can't lose. I can't lose. He'll show me what I need to see. He'll show me what I need He'll to see. He'll equip me the way I need to be equipped. He'll equip me the way I need He'll to be equipped. Put his it. words in my mouth. He'll put his words in my mouth. And my enemies will flee. And my enemies will flee. Come on. My enemies will flee. And my enemies will flee. Amen. Amen. Can
0: you get in the picture? Yes. <laughs> Excuse me, before I came yesterday, that's what I was having headaches
1: and ready to throw up. And you didn't want me to come over here. And all of a sudden, I,
2: I was like on the couch and I like, i couldn't do anything. I was like paralyzed. And I
1: said, the name of Jesus, DeHence. She goes, let's go across the street. And I was like, I was ready to wow. throw off my, my headless well, no, Every glad. time I go places, people tell me those stories. Really? Do you know why? Because the demons tremble mm-hmm. at, have it, at, at being it. cast out of their host. Yeah. Yeah. Come what me. That's right. That's right. Bring the it. demons tremble <laughs> when a person knows that Thank they're you. assigned to, to set people free. Yeah. Are you with me? Yeah. Huh? <laughs> demons tremble. When they know the people who are their hosts are going to walk into a place where Uh, there's a deliverance, they literally shake. They literally shake because they know their time is limited. Mm -hmm.
2: Thank Thank you.
1: Say this with me. I'm anointed, I'm anointed for payback. For payback. For every day. For every day that I was tormented. That I was tormented. I want five hundred demons. I want five hundred demons cast out. To be cast out. You know, payback is, is scriptural, right? Yeah. <laughs> it's actually verse number two in the in the mission statement of Christ. Isaiah sixty-one. The spirit of the Lord God is upon me to heal the brokenhearted, set the captive free, right, open the prison door. Verse 2, For this is the day of vengeance of my God. Do you have the revelation that God's not angry at you? He paid your debt. And if He paid your debt with His blood, He gave His life for you, why in the world would He be angry at you? That's the biggest lie in the church. He is not angry at you. He adopts you. He, adopts you. he brings you close. And as He brings you close, His vengeance... Is against the darkness. It's not against the people. He sends you, right, to minister to the people, to pull them out of the darkness, to pull them close. You're a minister of what? Reconciliation? Yes. Ring a bell? You know God's not mad at you? You deserve it. You know God's not mad at you? It's a major revelation. He's not mad at anything you've ever done. In fact, there's nothing you could do to make Him love you any more. And there's nothing you could do to make Him love you any less. His love is perfect. My God, it's a a secret weapon. When you have the revelation that you couldn't work harder, you couldn't achieve more, you couldn't stop doing this and be better at that, it has nothing to do with the victory of Christ. He gave it. He gave it. And it's perfect. Right? Do you have a question? Well,
0: I do want to say so. when you were saying that you had Shelly to come in, um, when you were under attack, I just, the enemy just tried to attack me because I'm single, so yes. um, that, you know, oh, you won't have anyone. When yeah. I come after you, you, won't have anyone. And I just want to say right now that other people have been thinking that in this room and that is a lie from the pit yeah. of hell. If he sends me to place that the Holy
1: Spirit is enough, yes. Yes. he will protect
0: me. He has also put people around me
1: that yeah. I can call yeah.
0: if I need to have a group you yeah. right. yeah. are not alone, but he has called us. to He will get us through it. That's so I right. Yeah.
1: Amen. Yeah. amen. Two by two, baby. Two, yeah. by, two. two by two. He sent them out two by two. They walked into cities and shook them, casting out demons, cleansing yeah. the lepers. Nothing could stand against them. Two by two. And you don't have to be in the right? same room. I will literally call
0: someone, man, and someone man, man, can man, break man. right then, and it yep. breaks right off yeah. the board. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. It's happened so many times, right? Amen. Just... A call away, a call away. Sometimes so we all
1: stick together. That's
2: right. let's send in army Thank you, David.
1: Peter said it this way. This is First Peter four verse twelve. Beloved, do not think it strange concerning the fiery trial which is to try you, as though something strange happened to you. But rejoice to the extent that you partake in Christ's sufferings. How many of you, you? Many of you have been taught in church that. They're actually trying to appease your depression, your anxiety, and they call it suffering. That's not what's being referred to here. That means that you give your life as a minister of Christ, as a deliverance minister, as somebody who's who's going to pray for people, and you will suffer the enemy coming, throwing people in prison. Paul was beaten within three times of his life. Slashed. Uh, 39 times, 3 times, right? Literally beaten. And Americanized Christianity is about sitting in a pew and going to church on Sunday? Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? What a fake lie. You know why? You know why you get to just sit in a pew? Because people are dead. Yeah. They haven't given their life, so there is no suffering for the gospel to set right. people free. Oh. That's
2: right.
1: Laying your life down, paying to go over there, paying ten thousand dollars to get a couple thousand Hindus baptized in the Holy mm. Ghost. What? What have you given? Mm. Seriously, what have you suffered for the gospel? What? Ha- what have you been willing to endure to get one person Amen. free from demons? You know, there was people here today. When a lot of you left, you know, there's. A, I want you to get this revelation of how important fighting for people is. Okay, when you fight for people, when a person has been bound in the occult, when a person has been bound with depression that's been generational, you think you're going to sit there and say one prayer, and under your "quote unquote" authority, that demon is just going to oh yeah, you're right. That's that guy in authority, so I'm just going to come out. The scripture, the scripture says this: that Jesus, that the when Jesus was casting out a demon, it says that demon came out that very hour. That was a fight. That was an hour long fight, right? Are you willing to fight for people? Yes. Instead of just saying, "Come out in the name of Jesus," and then, oh by the way, I pray you get filled with the Holy Spirit and move on to the next person. What would have happened if Jackie? We stopped after five minutes with Jackie. Jackie would have walked back to her chair and still went home, tormented. But you know what? A couple more visions came forward. Then the eight ball vision came forward. And a new boldness stepped into the room. And we said, we're fighting for Jackie. And that thing, she started to shake as witchcraft was called out of her, right? She starts to shake and tremble. Twenty minutes go by. Thing calms down, and it appears like it's gone, yeah. but then another wave, another word comes forward, oh, right? Oh, that thing's still there! Woo! Woo! In the name of Jesus! You know what? Jackie's deliverance was what? Ninety minutes. You know, you know how how long Sarah's deliverance was? It went on for hours. Sarah was still getting delivered at three thirty this afternoon. Yeah. That's three and a half hours. After it started, after she walked up and confessed her occult practices and that she needed help, and she literally, because people fought with her for hours, people willing to give their afternoon to get a demon or multiple demons out of a person. And I, have, I feel like the presence of God wants to ask you, are you willing to give your life for His Gospel? Yes. yes. Mm-hmm. It's I'll going die. to cost you.
2: I'll
1: die. It literally is going to cost you. Jesus said, whoever <laughs> desires to follow Me, pick up your cross. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Whoever desires to save his life will lose it. Whoever loses his life for My sake will find it. Yeah. Robert. And we've been, we've been Americanized. You've been you've been Americanized into ooh how good was that sermon today? What a lie! Freaking false gospel! G- false gospel! Trained into into feeling good when you leave church. Are you kidding me? Who's gonna fight for the demonized? Who's gonna fight for the for the broken, the lost? We
2: are. We are. You. Yes.
1: A lot of you walked in here and you got that coat put on you this morning, right? You literally got equipped with something that will make you supernatural and the only thing hindering you now is your heart. Will you truly believe? Will you truly believe not only for yourself, but will (coughs) you endure the fight for the people around you to get them delivered, healed, equipped in the Holy Spirit? Will you fight also in in the night season when that thing comes, he's, he's furious? And he's knocking on your door and he's, he's decided he's going to torment you. Intimidate you is more like it. When he intimidates you, what you got, are you going to let him intimidate you? Got, you guys got a war cry? Does everybody here have a war cry? Come on, let me hear your war cry. Yeah. Oh, come on, let me hear your war cry. Oh! your war cry. 2 Corinthians 4 verse 7. Oh, shoot. Uh, yeah, Second Corinthians 4 verse 7. But we have this treasure in earthen vessels, that excellence of power may be of God, not of us. We are hard pressed on every side, yet not crushed. We are perplexed, but not, despair, not in despair, persecuted, but not forsaken, struck down, but not destroyed, always carrying about in the body and dying of the Lord Jesus Christ, that the life of Jesus also may be manifest in our body, in me. For we who live are always delivered to death for Jesus, that the life of Jesus also may be manifest in our mortal bodies. So then death is working in us, but life in you. And since we have the same spirit of faith, according to what is written, I believe and therefore I spoke. We also believe. He's talking about you confessing out of your mouth, I believe and therefore I spoke. I believe, therefore I fought. I believe, therefore I interceded. I believe, therefore I prayed. I believe, therefore I literally entered the war. He's talking about laying down your life. Not looking like American Sunday morning church. You're being called into deliverance ministry. Okay? Listen, if you, a lot of you guys had demons cast out of you. Whether you believe it or not, you've entered deliverance ministry. Amen. Because when you start ha- having the revelation that demons have been cast out of you, they're real, right? Are they real? Mm-hmm.
2: Yes. They're real.
1: Did you see? Did you see? Yes. Right? They're real. Yeah, they are. Twisting people, rolling on the ground, unable to stop, right? They're real. For all things are for Your sakes, that grace, having spread through the many, may cause thanksgiving to abound for the glory of God. You ready to glorify God? Yes. Say this with me, say in the, name of Jesus. in the name of Jesus. Come on, show me the names. Show me the names of the top, demons, of the top, of the top demons, demons that are fighting me. That, fighting me, that, have, that me, have controlled, me, me, that have controlled me, me, that have me. That have limited me. I refuse, I refuse to be their victims victim victim anymore. 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 I decree I decree. The power of the Holy Spirit. The power of the Holy Spirit, the the Holy Spirit is upon me. It's upon me. I declare war. I, I declare war. war.
0: Okay. Come on! I declare war. I declare
1: war. I declare war. I declare war. I declare war. Come on! I declare war. I declare war. Depression leave. Depression leave. Sadness leave. Powerless leave. Brokenness, go! Brokenness, go! go. Come on, addiction, go! Addiction, go! Addiction, go! Addiction, go! Addiction, go! Addiction, go! go. go. How about fear? Fear's a big one, right? Come on, in the name of Jesus, I take authority over fear. I command fear to leave me down. Anxiety, I break the power of anxiety. I break through power now. Come out in Jesus' name. Come on, come out in the name of Jesus. You get the picture, right? You get the picture. got the revelation? You're in a war? The most challenging thing you'll ever be or ever do is to be a real Christian. I'm not talking a fake Christian. That's Sunday morning, go to church, feel good, hope the pastor says good words, Christian. I'm talking a real Christian. Yeah. I'm talking somebody that's given their life and is entering the battle. And when you win your battle, you get to go deliver people. That's right. You go to the next one or the next one. Amen.
0: Thank you for joining this week's episode of The School of the Holy Spirit. For more information or to request David at your church or conference, please go to Davidcuppet.org D-A-V-I-D-C-U-P-P-E-T-T dot O-R-G, or fivestoneministries.org. You can also find The School of the Holy Spirit podcast on iTunes, Spotify, and Charisma magazine. For a deeper dive into the Holy Spirit, we encourage you to purchase David's new book entitled Wisdom-Filled Warriors, available on Amazon. We pray that you will encounter the Holy Spirit in a transforming way and become all that Christ has prophesied over your life.